Welcome to the Chess My Life podcast. This show is dedicated to those who want to grow as a person, develop themselves in various areas of their life to ultimately become a better version of themselves. We will look at life as a chessboard and through our learnings, we'll make sure that on a daily basis, you're acting strategically in anticipation and with all resources available. This will ensure that you can checkmate your problems and blockers to ultimately reach out to your goals, dreams, and more. I am Sam, your host, and I'm happy to have you on the show today. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this new episode uh, of the Chess My Life podcast. I hope you're doing all great. So today, in this episode, I wanted to talk about one specific thing, which is persistence. And I wanted to talk about specifically the difference between persistence and motivation. And for me, persistence is a skill that we need to master uh, our growth and that will allow us to move forward in life, right? And how, how do I look at that? We all have good days in our lives, right? And, and what happens in those good days for us? Well, what I like to say is that during those days, all the planets and the stars are aligned and we feel good. We feel so good that we actually feel invincible, right? You've, you've probably felt that before as well. And, and those days, you also feel the energy flowing through your body from the moment you get up. You feel the sunbeams on your skin when you get out. Um, you feel no muscle pains if you go for sports. Everything is so perfect and so great. You feel so much motivation on those days, right? You could do anything. And then, the day after, it seems like all the planets and stars are now misaligned. It's raining. It's actually even cold. Your body aches. You are not motivated for a run at all. And here the problems come. If you only fuel by motivation, there will be days you won't do shit. You need to find ways to take action even when the planets are misaligned. You need to learn persistence. Now, don't get me wrong. Motivation is still an ally, right? It gives this extra boost and energy to tackle the things that we need to do. But to be clear, this is very much related to our state of mind at a given point in time. What we want is to actually execute all of our stuff when motivation is not with us. And let's be clear again, it goes for anything we want to achieve, being physical or not. Now, let me give you my views on persistence and how to practice, in a sense, this skill. And the way, the way I learned about this one was to, uh, by following those four major keys. And the first one I will talk about is having a definite purpose, The second one is to have a plan. The third one is to have what we call a positive mindset. And then the last one is what, we, what is called commonly having a mastermind group. Now, if you really want to go deeper in this topic after having listened to that podcast, what I would advise is to go ahead and read this book, Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. It goes into details around those four keys and even many more different items. So I would really, really advise for you to read that book. It's really a great uh, reading. So now let's dive deep into each of those keys. And what I would like to do is to go through those by comparing motivation and persistence 
using those four different keys and see what is the difference, um, the practical difference when you're using only motivation and we, when you're using persistence. So having a definite purpose. This is where it all starts, and actually you should be familiar with the how to define this definite purpose because we talked about it in a few episodes uh, now, right? So for those who just joined uh, the podcast, I will explain, and then for the others, it will be a reminder, which is great because, as you probably know, repetition is the mother of all learnings. So your definite purpose must be something you, and only you, really want and that excites you. Also, what I would like to add is that this definite purpose must also help you achieve other goals of yours, right? It's really an overarching thing that you need to achieve in order to have a broader impact on your life. It must be super specific and clearly stated, um, actually even better if it's in written, um, because I believe that it's, it's easier than to articulate and understand yourself, right? And then the additional bonus um, about having it in written is that you can read it over and over again, which is also super important. Another thing about definite purpose is that it needs to be quote-unquote possible and, and most likely attainable. It's, it's not to go you know, easy on yourself, uh, but if this is the first time that you define one, um, you want this to be a success, right? And last but not least, it needs to be congruent with your values and also other minor goals that you have. So what it means is that you cannot have a definite purpose that's going against um, another goal of yours, right? That was for the definition piece. Um, now let's go through a couple of examples, um, as I mentioned. Let's talk about a goal around running, for example. So if you're using um, motivation, on New Year's Eve, what will happen is that on January 1st, what you will say is, you know what, this is New Year's Eve, I got my new resolution, um, I'm, so, I'm so pumped, um, I'm going to run regularly. And you're going to basically stop here and you're going to expect to be motivated as you are on January 1st, because it's the you know, days of, res of resolution during 365 days. Now, if you use a definite purpose, what you want to do is to actually say something around, okay, I want to run a 10K under the hour within the next four months. This is your definite purpose. It is clear, it is um, specific, and on top of that, you will have uh, written this down on you know, your notebook, for example. So specific because you mentioned 10K, you mentioned that you want to run your 10K under the hour, and this is going to be achieved within the next four months. So that was for the example um, about running. Now, let's take another example. Um, let's say you want to write a book. Again, motivation on January 1st would be around, you know what, I've always like dreamt of writing a book. And this year, this is going to happen. I want to write a book. I'm going to write a book this year. Again, January 1st, this is, you know, motivation day for everybody or nearly everybody on earth. And this is how you want to tackle this uh, book writing thing. I'm going to write a book. Now, having a definite purpose is a little bit different. So you want to be, again, more specific. 
And how you will describe that will be, for example, I want to write a book about self-development to help teenagers have a purpose in life as soon as possible. So this is specific because this is a book about self-development. Your target audience for the, for the book will be teenagers. And what you want to go, uh, what you want to have out from this book is that those teenagers that will read the book will learn how to have a purpose in life as soon as possible. So now you have your definite purpose. The next step is to have a plan. And I would say even a detailed plan. So once you have your definite purpose stated, you are now, let's say, connected to this, uh, to this goal, right? You have a specific achievement that you want to go for or you want to go after. And now you need to go into the second phase, which is uh, you know, detailing how you want to reach that goal or that uh, purpose. And not doing this is the equivalent of saying, I'm going for grocery shopping for dinner without having the list of ingredients I need to prepare everything. I know how it sounds like, again, easy example, like day to life, but you know, think about it for a second. So imagine the dinner is a recipe that you have never cooked before, right? Um, let's say you've tried it in a restaurant, for example, or at a friend's, but you've never cooked it yourself. So you need the ingredients, you need the actual series of steps to create the dish, uh, and also in the right order, right? And with the appropriate cooking time, of course. So hope you're now on the same page, right? Unless you're a star mission cook and so experienced that you can go wild on this one, uh, you'll have to have a detailed plan, right? So let's catch up uh, on our two pr uh, previous examples. So the example of the running. In terms of motivation, what will happen if you, if you only go by motivation and don't have a plan, you will say, I will run whenever I can, but let's say between two and three times a week, right? And again, this is, this is going to be on your motivation, based on your motivation. So whenever the planets you know, are aligned, it's sunny outside, not, not raining, you feel good, you're going to go for your two or three times a week. But if you have, don't have a detailed plan, what happens when it's raining? What happens when it's cold outside? The detailed plan will help you to go through this um, preparation to get to your purpose without thinking too much because it's already laid down, right? So the detail plan will look like I will run three times a week and it will be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And each session will have a different theme. The first session will be just long distance, low intensity. The second one will be high intensity um, training. And then the third one will be uh, pace, uh, pace race training, right? So you have your detailed plan. You know what you're going to do, when you're going to do it. And there's no, there's no need to think, you know. Now for the book, if you're using only motivation again um, and don't have a detailed plan, this is going to sound like, you know what? I'm, I'm so motivated to write this book. Um, I will write this book whenever I have free time uh, on the weekends. And I always have a lot of free time, right? Well, good luck with that because um, you will find, you know, many ways uh, or many occasions not to write because you have something better, quote unquote, uh, to do. So if you really want to achieve that purpose of yours, you need to have a detailed plan. And so again, you don't want to be thinking too much about what am I going to do? When am I going to do it? So the detailed plan will sound something like, 
I will write every morning for half hour first thing. I will write the equivalent of two pages. Then I will have a review for grammatical corrections and other arrangements for a week. This is, this is an example of the detail plan, right? So first of all, you're just saying for a certain period of time that is clearly stated, you will write two pages a day. When this is done, you will do a full grammatical check. And then after that, you will look at other arrangements. So, you know, sometimes you have to move pieces of the text just so like it, it reads better. Now, I hope you understand that the, the, the benefit of the plan, in case you really did not get it yet, is that it gives you a clear direction, clear milestones, eliminates distraction, and keeps you accountable and prevents you from, you know, really scatterbrained. This is really what you don't want, you know, like going on errands with your brain whenever you have to achieve something. The third item you need to have and acquire persistence is to develop a positive mindset. For this specific item, I will not go into the details of the examples because I believe this is more of a day-to-day -day behavior you have to, you have to learn um, and apply, right? And, and we most likely all heard about positive mindset at some point in our lives, but what is it really? Um, I could go with the easy description here and state that this is having a positive attitude, right? As in, you know, you, you've, heard, you've heard that before, like, yeah, everything is going to be fine, no need to worry, and so on and so forth, right? I think, I think, though, we need to be a little bit more intentional about the positive mindset. It needs to become, according to me, an actual way of living and thinking that is rooted in our day-to-day -day lives. So for me... Having a positive mindset is really looking for the silver lining in every situation and get every learnings that I can. Setbacks and what some may call failures are critical events where we intentionally choose to have a positive mindset or not. So how does that translate for persistence, you may ask, right? So it is the intention that we demonstrate each time, every day when we're facing challenges towards our goals. Let's have more faith in us. Let's be optimistic. Let's have courage. And also, let's be kind every day, intentionally. Last item I wanted to cover in order to acquire persistence is the concept of the mastermind group. So you remember, earlier in the episode, I talked about Napoleon Hill. And the concept of mastermind group was first described by him in The Laws of Success and then as I mentioned again earlier, it was more detailed in the Think and Grow Rich book. Although Think and Grow Rich is a book about financial success, I actually think that the mastermind group concept actually applies to any works of life, right? Not only to achieve this sort of like financial success. And the mastermind can be, you know, two people um, together. That, that's, the, that's the, let's say, smallest uh, mastermind group you can have, but it can go up to eight or 10 people. Um, it is described or explained in the book that uh, more than that might actually be counterproductive, but to be honest, there is really no rule about it. Um, and the main benefit of a mastermind group is to get others' input on a problem or an issue that you want to solve. To reach this definite purpose, the mastermind group then can be seen as high level, you know, um, as knowledge sharing in a sense, uh, but enhanced with new perspectives from others. I mentioned in a previous episode that we should always reach out for more knowledge and never assume we know it all because it's essentially not true uh, and not possible at all to start with, right? We cannot know it all. So 
how would this mastermind concept reflect in our previous two examples? Remember, we're talking about the running example and also about the book example. In the running example, if you don't have a mastermind group and only rely on, again, motivation, uh, what will happen is that you will be at some point in a state like, okay, I have no results, but, you know, let's keep on running and running like I have always done, and I'm sure it will come, right? And again, you will have this wheel of running and running again only on good days. So here's the trick. Mastermind group, what can happen? What can, we, what can you benefit from it? Well, you can ask your group about your setbacks or about the fact that you reached a plateau and you can ask them what they think about it. You know, what do they advise? You probably have in your mastermind group someone who's been through that or someone who's maybe a you know, running coach and then he can explain to you, well, you reached this plateau because you haven't exercised you know, that way or that way. You need to introduce a new uh, training session or you need to introduce a week of rest or something like that. Something that on your own, if you've never done it, you won't be able to figure it out. So the mastermind group will help you find new ways to achieve your definite purpose. In the example of the book, the mastermind group will actually help you review your book, for example, and provide you feedback. And this will be helpful because, you know, sometimes things are very clear in our minds, but then when you write them down, it's not so clear for other people. And you don't want that because you want, you know, to write a book that is beneficial for other people. So you, you want to get that feedback, you know, make the necessary adjustments. Um, so again, with the mastermind group, you will surely get information that will help you achieve your definite purpose, which is to publish this book. All right, guys. So I know I went over those four concepts or four items uh, pretty high level today. But as I said, if you really want to have more information, well, there's two ways. First off, you can actually reach out to me and um, we can talk about it, or you can ask me questions through uh, my Instagram account or through emails. I will be more than happy to, to chat about that. Or you can also, as I mentioned, read uh, Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. But really, to conclude on this topic, what I will say is that motivation is super important, right? And, and, and hopefully, you did not misunderstand my point. Um, motivation, you need it. The only issue with motivation is that it's only happening, um, let's say, sporadically or at a certain point in time, uh, you know, when, as I like to say, you fully realize that when all the planets and stars are aligned. One needs motivation to kindle the fire, right? Or kindle the fire of our goals. But then one needs also to take care of the fire and bring some wood, protect it from the wind and rain, and if we want to keep it safe and burning, this is what we have to do. Motivation is a must-have, of course, but we should not rely on this to achieve goals and successes. The daily persistence will actually do this. Like in a chess game, of course you want to win and are motivated to win a game, right? But the game is long and motivation will only fade, so you will need to be persistent. Stick to your purpose, you know, which is taking the king down and, you know, checkmate. Have a detailed plan. This is your opening and then your strategy. Have a positive mindset. You know, your tower may have been taken down, but you have another one. And then 
use what you have learned through your mastermind group, like your training pals and, you know, practice uh, friends. And this is how you will ultimately checkmate. Thanks, guys, for listening in this latest episode of the Chess My Life podcast. Really hope you enjoyed it. And I also hope to see you in the next episode. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with me and work with me, please visit my website, www.chessmylife.com or email me at sam, S-A-M, at chessmylife.com. I also have an Instagram account, Mr. Maslux, M-R underscore M-A-S-L-U-X, Mr. Maslux. And please do yourself a favor and don't forget to focus on your strategies.